Hello, and welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. and welcome back to another episode of What Moves Us. Um, today we are with Manuel Quirola and I'm so excited um, to have this conversation with him. Manuel is a chef, surfer, and EDM shuffler based in the Los Angeles area. Manuel grew up in Ecuador but initially moved to Los Angeles about 19 years ago where his passions for food led him to become a well-rounded chef. In addition to his passion for food, Manuel's love of surfing and shuffling um, began out in New York as well. Um, Manuel moved to Los Angeles about three years ago in order to continue pushing his career as a chef and also continue developing his practices of surfing and shuffling. Um, Manuel is very easygoing and very wise individual who is constantly pushing himself to grow and I'm super excited to have him on today. Um, so Manuel, uh, welcome to What Moves Us. I know I just touched on it, um, but can you start by telling us a little bit more about yourself? So much. Yes, yes, yes. Much. My name is Manuel, uh, Manuel Quirola. Uh, I'm from Ecuador and I'm 33 years old. I'm been living here in the United States for 19 years. Uh, initially, I moved to New York, uh, lately maybe after New Jersey, and then I moved to LA. And it's been a whole journey to to live this life. And I'm excited to share more about it with you guys. Uh, I love surfing. I love dancing. And it's one of my obsessions instead of passions. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. It's my passion, but it's also obsession. But um, yeah, I've been doing, uh, I would say, surfing for more than 10 years. Uh, and I've been dancing for five years. Uh, I've been dancing shuffling for five years. But I will say other types of dancing, like salsa, merengue, you know, you, yeah. you, you, grow, up, you grow up dancing those in the Latin community. Yes. But yeah. Um, it's been a whole journey for surfing, meeting people, going to different countries to surf, uh, different states to surf. Uh, you know, it's, it's also uh, very, very, you know, blessed to get to surf and share the power of the ocean and have respect to it. For work, I, I, what I do is I'm a sushi chef right now. Oh my gosh, so cool. But besides being a sushi chef, that's what I'm right now. Uh, doing but overall i'm just like a chef you know i always okay. wanted to be a well-rounded chef okay it's not only like oh i i only cook italian food no okay. I, I know i have worked in new york that's where i i moved from from ecuador i moved to new york wow and from new york i moved here to la which i've been here for three years or so oh, okay but in new york i live for uh maybe my 18 years of life 18 years of life yeah. wow okay i moved there very little i moved there when i was 11 okay uh, and then you know I, all my life was there so the first job that I got was as a busboy in one of the restaurants that my brother was working to he was a waiter wow and from there I don't know something grew in me like I saw how the passion in the cooks and the chef you know 
and I wanted to do that. Like I became very well like interested in that. So uh, at some point, I became a food runner. I became uh, a cook. You know, I, I, you know, then became like a pastry chef, oh sous chef, and then you know, I began to scale in the same restaurant that I worked maybe okay. for five years. And you know, after that, I, I, I detached from that place. I had like. You know, I wanted to grow more. So New York is an icon for restaurants, you know, right. for, the, for, for the restaurant scene, you know, restaurant week and all this. So uh, a lot of opportunities there. So I got to work in steakhouses. I got to work in a sushi bar. I got wow. to work Latin fusion sushi, sushi bars. Okay. And it's been a whole journey too, you know, to share uh, the customer service, to share the skill and knowledge of food, uh, you know, so be, being a well-rounded chef has helped me because it's not only Italian, but steakhouse, sushi, wow. you know, Japanese cuisine, Caribbean cuisine. Oh my God. I, I love baking. So at some point I was taking pastry classes. So I love to do like tres leches, flan, cramble, oh, cheesecakes, okay. you oh. know, and that also helped me my mental health because, you know, when I'm sad, I like to bake, you know, oh. when I'm happy, I, I, I like to cook. Mm. I like to share that with people. And that also, you know, you, you get into a flow of cooking, you know, and people say, oh, how can you cook so fast? Or how can, like, you love the kitchen, you love to be in the hot, in the heat, getting yeah. burned, getting hot, you know, and mm. all that, you know. So it's a passion, you know, everything is a passion. When you like it, it's not, a, it's not work, you know. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm curious, like, when you moved out to, before you moved out to LA, like, did you, it sounds like, like being a chef, obviously there's a lot of movement involved with that, but did you have like a physical outlet like dance or surfing before you moved to California? Ah, mm, uh, yeah, yeah, since maybe, maybe I learned since I was uh, 13. Okay. I learned that because of my brother, yeah. Okay. He got me into it. Okay. Because he's been, he's been doing it all his life since he was like maybe 11. Mm. Right. So by the time he was maybe 20, 22, and I was 13, he's okay. like, come on, do it with me. So I fell in love. They call it like the, the mosquito bite. Okay. The surfing mosquito bite. Once the mosquito bites you, you, you become addicted to it. <laughs> so you so were that, in New York? Yeah, I, I surfed in New York. Okay. Uh, in Long Beach, Rockaway Beach. Okay. Jones, Jones Beach, in Jersey too. Uh, okay. Belmar, you know, all this uh, South, South, South Shore, they call okay. it. But keeps me going back. I mean, the water is not an issue. The the temperature is also not an issue because, you know, you got accessories like wetsuits, you got boots, yeah. just like uh, people go snorkeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they got all these accessory gloves, you know, right. you got hoodies right. also that are material from the wetsuit. But it's just, it's just what keeps you going back to the water, that, that thing that you get into flow and you, you need to be in peace with yourself. You, you, you're not thinking all day. You have, you know, running with a lot of thoughts and a lot of thinking. So right. Right. it's like an escape for two hours, three hours, you know, mm -hmm. and not only that, but you're also developing skills. You're working out, you know, it's a lot of push-ups, a lot of swimming, mm -hmm. a lot of surviving skills, because sometimes oh. there's big waves and you gotta like be focused on your breathing, be focused on surviving because you could drown or uh, the same surfing board can hit you on the head or 
yesterday I came to surf and an accident happened with another surfer, you know, I took a wave mm -hmm. and he was right there in front of me. So I had to like kind of eject out of my board at a very high speed. And I did, but my board hit him, you know, mm -hmm. and, and he got like a cut. So there are things that you cannot control in the water. Okay. You know, and yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of focusing. So you cannot be thinking about your problems outside of the water and being in the water trying to also perform surfing you know yeah so that's what keeps me going back because you forget about it and you be you you become one with the water you are in a very uh focused state you know mm -hmm. it's, it's beautiful like once you try it once you're inside it's like you're meditating at some point there's no waves coming and everyone is quiet everyone's just looking at to the shoreline to you know mm -hmm. to the coast yeah it's beautiful yeah it seems like you kind of get a sense of like um like how small you are really like just yeah <laughs> yeah and how powerful is the the ocean you know like mm -hmm. we're not only playing with the water and becoming one with the wave but it's you know you can see the power of the ocean what where does this power coming from you know mm. <laughs> you know i know there's currents and wind and all this you know but still like it's very like like a miracle you know seeing right. this yeah totally totally and then so when you moved to los angeles obviously you continued to surf out here of course you know this is uh, basically the main sport in la in california right i think there's more surfers than people in, in la yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably true um and and you were already kind of talking about it earlier but um los angeles is where you found shuffling is that that's where you found edm um no i would say new york that's where I, I found yeah new york I, in the club in the club scenes i i used to go to this club called webster hall okay and, well you know what actually let me go back the first time that i i discovered the edm was because i was dating someone and i got to go to edc new york wow and that was a long time ago 2015 and okay. and that's where I saw the the EDM scene, like, you know, people going to rave. I didn't know about house music. I didn't okay. know about any techno. It was very new to me, and I liked it. Because yeah. It was my vibe, you know. I had all the energy to dance. I didn't know how to dance, but I had the energy to dance, you know, above my head or whatever <laughs> you call it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that person showed me the EDM scene. Uh, she like uh, uh, Alison Wonderland, who is a very famous DJ now. Totally. And, and yeah, it was a, it was a very cool journey to know that that the perspective of, of music. But then, uh, that person and I we kind of ended things, and I was already in love with the scene. So I, kind of like healing from that relationship, brought me into going out more because, like, it made me forget about the person. So I was like meeting new people, and. The scene was very new to me, so I started going to Webster Hall, Bacha, in that time, New York, uh, and other, it was called Space, Club Space, okay, Visa, something like this, and then that's where I saw the shuffling, the shuffling person who told me, oh yeah, you know, I'll invite you to these meetups, this and that, and then I got to know this uh, shuffling group called New Empire Shufflers, which they're still active, they're still uh, in New York. Oh, cool. Uh, and that was a group that he was talking about. Like, oh, I'll, I'll invite you to the meetup. So they meet up in Central Park. 
they will meet up in a lot of the Hudson River piers okay. facing facing but from the Brooklyn side okay. Brooklyn side looking at New York okay. so okay. we'll meet a lot in the Williamsburg Park and they still do so that was the introduction to me with these groups and everyone was very welcoming loving all ages all type mm -hmm. of diversity Latin uh, Afro-American people uh, Asian, you know, it's very diverse in New York. So right. you have all these dancers, all these, you know, backgrounds. So it was very beautiful to, to be welcoming in that kind of community. Wow. Yeah. And so like finding dance, like what did that do for you? Like, how did it like, yeah. What, like, sorry, well, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was healing because as I was trying to heal from this relationship, because also, uh, while I was in that relationship, that person told me, you will never know, you will never shuffle. You don't know how to shuffle. Okay. <laughs> uh, so like, you're like, okay, show me your running, man. I will be like, oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to learn it. Like, right. yeah, yeah. I think you're going to. So that motivated me even more, you know, to like learn it, you know, and I knew like, like right now between us, I know like sometimes people stalk your your facebook once you're in like a relationship the one you want to keep up on what they're doing and i know i know she was keeping up with me on my shuffle journey because she would comment like oh now you can dance and that so but i was doing it more more for myself but that was my motivation to dance you know okay so, but after that i healed and it became more love for myself because you know you could like get into the flow and and you will dance for maybe like an hour and i will be like oh wow you know i didn't even have one thought about this person or one thought about my problems you know and i started like loving uh learning new steps learning what my body can do while i'm dancing how to express myself to this song mm -hmm. you know in freestyle and it became more of a love of like meditating with the dance you know yeah being super so, present and super connected to it yeah it became more like a mindful thing it wasn't like a self uh love kind of like um you know when people go to get a massage you know it's like a, a treatment for self-care right so that's basically my self-care you know i'm gonna go sesh tonight i'm gonna go sesh on the sunset I always, I'm going to go sesh. I always, I'm, for some reason, I'm always near water. Even in New York, I always oh. go sesh near the water. Something about the sound, maybe of the water, you know, the yeah. frequency that you're around it, you mm. know, the atmosphere. Right. Um, yeah. If you see my IG, I, I'm always on Venice. I'm always yeah. dancing by a playground, you know. And I always choose a playground. People, uh, people say, oh, why are you all the way over here instead of being maybe closer to the rollerblade ring or closer to the metal V sign, you know, where there's more like people passing by and they can actually see you and this and that. And like, I don't want people to see me. Uh, or that's not my main point, you know. Mm -hmm. And I choose a playground because sometimes I identify as letting my inner child coming out. And there's a lot of children around the playground and sometimes showing them or or mimicking them you know sometimes you get a lot of motive inspiration i want to say from them you know and 
sometimes they approach me because they see me dancing and they join me <laughs> and their parents are like okay they don't know what to do like okay should I just let my kid dance or and they sometimes they join me they ended up dancing with me and their kids and it just becomes a party and I just sometimes I'm recording on my phone and they don't notice and it's a moment that I capture because sometimes people capture moments on purpose and it doesn't right. become a moment it's more like I want to show this to the world, you know. Right, you know? right, yeah. But this has become so natural, you know, and yeah. that's why I choose that style of Venice, like little playground. Yeah, yeah, it gets that organic energy going. That like, um, yeah, that flow state. I feel like that you're talking about when when you're in it, it's like other people want to like are drawn to you and like want to watch you or want to get involved in some way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, and I mean, it sounds like you've like accomplished a lot of really awesome things like with surfing and with with shuffling do you have like a moment that stands stands out to you as like a greatest accomplishment in either of those or both of those yeah I would say for for surfing since it's been in my life for I would say more than a decade yeah I would say that one of the highlights would be getting to travel to a different country and get to perform the same the same uh, sport but in a different uh, wave you know like for me surfing in Mexico in this uh, specific beach called Puerto Escondido okay uh, it's very well known for big wave surfing mm -hmm. and it was one of my challenges you know like surf there because it's a very scary place and okay uh it's, it was basically my bucket list so facing my fears of surfing that wave was i would say one of the highlights of the surfing uh, i would say career because uh many people will say have different goals on surfing maybe joining a competition or maybe traveling around the world and for me it's more of traveling around the world and okay. getting to feel the ocean you know, right. so doing that in Puerto Escondido, Mexico, okay, was one of the main uh, and important parts of my surfing career. Yeah, that wave was no joke. That wave was like I would say, if we talk meters, I would say three meters high. Wow, uh, it's pretty pretty big, you know, and and there's a lot of surfing competitions there. Like actually, professional surfers go okay. surf there. So like, no many people can say that they have ridden a wave there. You know. Yeah. Very, it's either locals or professionals. Okay. Wow. And I would consider myself a local or a professional. Right. <laughs> so for me, it was very important to being able to like have a session there. Mm. Uh, and you know, I was doubting myself going into the water because. Right. As soon as, as I was going to the water, I saw someone coming out and I, you know, usually I'm a very friendly person and I asked them, hey, how's the water? And like, he didn't answer me. Oh, hey, uh, how's, the, how's the wave? How, how's the surf? You know, all this in Spanish, you know, and yeah. this is a local, a local surfer. And he didn't answer me and he passed me. So I'm like, damn, you know, I feel like he, he neglected me, like he ignored me, right? So. I kind of chased him because I didn't give up. I'm like, hey, I was talking to you. And then he's like, hey, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, a stingray has just, you know, sting him on his leg. Oh, and no. he, couldn't, he, he couldn't feel half of his body, he said. So I ended up, you know, just 
taking him to a emergency room. They don't have they don't have like a hospital in Puerto Escondido. It's a very right. small hippie town. Yeah. You know? So it's like a small town clinic. So I ended up like taking my time to go take him there. And I took him there, left him there, and then I go back because I rented a surfboard, you know, because I, yeah. I didn't take it on. I rented, so I go back, and now I'm doubting myself. Fuck, should I go in? <laughs> oh, shoot. Should I go in? Should I not? Damn. It's like, what a, what a welcoming, you know. <laughs> right, so, right. So, no, but you see, I, I ended up going in. I'm like, no, I, I made it all the way out here. I'm not going to anything to stop me. It was very important for me to, like, yeah. ride yeah. out, you know, so, right. to show myself that I could do it. Mm. and for dancing i will say can i sorry before you go on to that i'm curious like having faced that fear like in the water with your surfing do you think that translated in any way to like the rest of your life like did it help you feel more confident did it bring you like did yeah yeah it made me it made me feel more confident because i have never i have never surfed that height of wave so it, it was not only about facing that fear I was basically also breaking my own uh, record on my because they say know your know your limits on right. surfing, right? Right. And I passed my limits because I felt confident enough mm. of myself, you know. Right. And after that session, uh, when I came back, I was confident enough with big wave swells here. Okay. I felt like the waves here were like too too peaceful too easy not not mm-hmm. peak enough not fast enough not strong enough okay. not violent enough like Puerto Escondido ways you know so it made me respect maybe the ocean more I would say yeah uh and also I would say also like I felt more comfortable and confident you know after yeah. that like challenges and not letting yourself you know uh get out of your comfort zone because you're fearing or you know you're afraid of something you know mm. that also speaks to me in life you know like don't give up you know right. face that fear that you have because at the end of the day what happens if you don't do it you just go home and be like what would have happened if i would never just taken that wave for Puerto Escondido? You know, maybe yeah. not go with him because of that guy you know sing ray just sing him right you know? right so so yeah uh, i think that's res- that translated into my life by you know not giving up right by facing my fears mm-hmm. by knowing my limits but knowing that i can like be confident enough to pass those you know right to set new limits for myself yeah you know and that also you know with the with the cooking also translates to that because uh you want more you know you want more maybe like the wave is bigger the restaurant is maybe fancier you know so complicated menu and i always wanted to strive for more in the cooking and you know that also could say it relates you know from that experience more challenge you know and sometimes i felt stuck in one restaurant because it was the same menu the same routine right and maybe the 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 money was good the benefits are good but it's not making me grow mm. you know and i had to move you know i had to like choose the owner would be like why but i'll you know give you more money but i'd be like it's not about the money it's about the growth mm. if like if you really care about me let me grow right you know maybe i can come back and give you more ideas right and be, and be a chef you know 
fix your man anymore. But if you don't let me grow, I will never learn. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I and will then, say it's, it's one of the things that helped me surfing, will help me also, you know, in life. Because give me lessons in the water that can also translate in life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm noticing like the, the grow and the flow it's like you're challenging yourself to like move you know beyond your limits and then you're also um like finding the presence of the moment and like being very present in the challenge is what it sounds like yes so even like like when you're surfing and you're like caught in between waves and you gotta keep going on there and on there because the white water is just keep pushing you right the same thing goes with cooking or with, you know, like the pressure of you getting tickets and customers coming in and orders and orders, but you got to remain calm, you know. Right. So everything's going to come out well. Everything's going to come out. At some point, you're going to, like the same with the surfing. If you feel like you're trapped, you know, that's not the end. At some point, you're going to come out. You know, at some mm. point, you're going to Yeah, totally. <laughs> Surfing it scares me, really. I think people that surf have no fear and I have fear. So <laughs> props to you. <laughs> Yeah, I always invite my friends, but they were like, "No, I'm scared." <laughs> yeah, I would be the scared friend. Like, well, don't don't be scared. It's just like going to water park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except you can get stung by a stingray, or you can drown. <laughs> yeah, people ask you, "You're not afraid about sharks?" I'm like, "There's no sharks, really." I see more dolphins than sharks out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. That is that's a cool way to connect with nature, really. Um. And like before you start your dancing, before you start your surfing, before you start your shifts at work, do you do anything to kind of like center yourself, like, or to like ground yourself before you? Well, yeah, I I say it's very interesting because lately, well, not lately, but I would say like three years ago, uh, since twenty twenty. Yeah. During COVID, I started doing more meditation and journaling and yoga. Mm. You know, it, it first started with yoga, and then after yoga, I became with journaling and uh, meditating. Okay. And I ended up downloading this app that is called Sip Anom. Uh, and the lady who speaks there, like her voice, really gets into me. Mm. It finds like a, I get into also that peaceful flow state of meditating and breathing and breathing techniques. And she also helped with the journaling and mm -hmm. questions and mantras and chakras and all this you know oh cool so so i i i will say that before dancing i always meditate mm -hmm. and and when i go to venice there's this particular store in the main entrance of venice where they sell uh incense right and oils and there's a particular instance there that i like so i always buy the incense i place it on the ground I light it. It's like a ritual that I have. I light it. I sit down. I stretch. And then I meditate. And mm -hmm. then I set an intention for my session. Okay. What I want to achieve. What I want to do. Through my meditation. And after I'm done with the meditation. Then I start dancing. And I find myself that I find myself with less pressure. You know, Less pressure in my dancing. Sometimes you want the dance session to be perfect, you know. Right. You want it to like, oh, I want to try this move, these combos, you know, this choreography. I'm gonna, you know, but 
for me, it's more of a freestyle, you know. Sometimes if I go with the intention of going with a choreo or the intention of learning a combo, I find myself frustrating myself Okay. instead of being on a free flow. I see. Okay. So my intentions are always with a freestyle. And, you know, if I make mistakes, to be very kind with myself mm. on my mistakes, you know, but sometimes very, we're very harsh with words. You know, right. oh, I suck. Right. But say that, you know, it affects, it affects you somehow. So I try to be kind with myself. Sometimes I record my sessions. Sometimes I don't record myself because sometimes the camera can give you a pressure of, of being seen. Right. But at some point, you want to post this and you want to be looking good for others or you feel very self-centered what others are going to say, the judgment of this move, this move is not done correctly or this move, you know, could have been done better. Or it's not that right technique, you know. Right. So sometimes I don't put my phone in the, in, in the, in the floor to record and that's when I find the best freestyles. Mm. And I'd be like, oh wow, I wish I was recorded that. But I'm like, yeah. no, it's recorded in your, it's recorded in your mind, you know. Right. It's, mm. it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like I, 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 actually have to like speak out loud to myself. Yeah. Uh, it makes me feel better in that way, you know. And, yeah. and for I would say cooking, something that I always do beforehand is put music and mm. and it's usually instrumental jazz music, you know. It, it relaxes me, makes me. I don't. I don't, sometimes I put house, but it's also like melodic house. Uh, no, I, I really like lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, you in really, your own space and your own. Yeah. So I, I do. I don't meditate before cooking. I, I don't. I don't think it's, it's. It's. I don't like need to do it. I think my meditation goes through cooking. I guess. Yeah. That, that will be meditation. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like you're preparing your energy for different like intentions really like because with cooking it's like it, it would be a little funny to kind of get quiet it's like you need something to kind of amp you up whereas like with dancing you got to go a little inward so maybe like the meditation is better for that and gives you that yeah, yeah. wow so cool yeah. Yeah, and for awesome. surfing for surfing i would say for surfing i i stretch i stretch but i don't meditate because i say the meditation is already surfing like i said once you're inside there there's sometimes there's no waste coming and you're just sitting down, not thinking about anything. Mm. And if you want, you can start thinking about something, but mostly there's nothing running in your mind, but just watching the ocean move mm. or move you, you know, <laughs> but, but that, that will be the main, but what I do is a stretch and I also pray before going in the water mm. for my safety, for the safety of others uh, to have like a, you know, good session, like nothing bad happened. But I did had a, I broke my rib. I broke my rib surfing. Oh no. And I don't want to say I have drowned surfing, but one day I, I really went in a, in a swell that I, it was beyond my limits and my leash broke. So my board went all the way to the shore and I was stranded with no board in the middle oh. of the, I will say not in the middle of the ocean, but it felt like you're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. When you're and these waves around. kept coming, kept coming. And I was like, you know, we out air and I was panicking. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Thank God my brother was near and he kind of like came to rescue me. Like oh. I was floating on his board wow. with him. And then he took me out with his board. We went out together. So it, it, it's, that's why I pray before like 
going in, you know, yeah. talk to the universe. You know, that's why I have a lot of respect with the ocean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of uh, a lot of wisdom, a lot of like really nice rituals that kind of get you into the headspace for whatever you're about to do. Um, and I'm curious. So we're gonna kind of wrap this up here. Um, but if uh, if you could tell somebody who's struggling with their mental health um something about like how your movement has helped you like what would you say to them does that make sense <laughs> yeah um well if you're going through something you know that you cannot find a solution to yet you know um uh, i would say first try to talk to some loved ones you know and get maybe suggestions on what they do for releasing stressful moments, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes you are in a circle of dancers. Right. Maybe sometimes you're in a circle of artists who paint. Mm. Maybe your friends have different interests, so they can like give you different concepts on what to do. Mm. For me, I was surrounded by dancers, so dancing became an outlet for me, you know. Right. Uh, per se, I was also involved with a lot of cooks in my life because my job gave me that also so right. i was relieved by cooking you know so it depends on what type of circle you have around you you know find what is in the middle for you what works for you maybe what your friend does maybe interested you but you never tried it so mm -hmm. maybe he can teach you uh maybe about gymnastics or maybe you need to go to the gym to work out because maybe that's not part of your routine you know maybe yeah. so your whole day you're at home finding stuff to do going to the park doesn't do it going to the beach doesn't do it Maybe you're going to a hike is not doing it, but maybe working out can do it. Right. Maybe maybe going to dance can do it. Maybe drawing can do it. You know. So I would say to those people to to surround yourself with the loved ones that you already have, find what they're doing, mm -hmm. uh, find something that might interest you, and sink yourself. You know, get out of that box that you feel that you're in. Mm -hmm. You know find some activities, maybe a dance lesson, you know. Right. Uh, all that can change someone's life, you know, into the mental is health, you know, yeah. that people are sometimes struggling with anxiety or uh, other, other mental stress that are out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, find a trusted loved one and copy what they're doing, see what they're doing, see if what they're doing interests you. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You dropped a lot of wisdom. So I'm excited to share this with people. And yeah, I appreciate your time. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. And uh, I hope all goes well with the podcast as well. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to get, get to share uh, my, my experiences. Yeah and there's light out there you just gotta find it and have fun with it you know yes Aww. even if it's dangerous you know have fun with it right yeah <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much <laughs> and for everybody tuning in thank you so much for watching yay uh, <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the What Moves Us podcast. 
be sure to like, follow, and subscribe for more, and check out my website at reinamovement.com, R-E-I-N-A movement.com. Thank you.